This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Welcome to another episode of the No Ceilings Podcast. I am Tyler McAfee, joined as always by Tyler Rucker. Rucker, how's it going? Doing pretty good, ladies and gentlemen. It feels good to be back. Um, Metcalf, I, I love how you just mix it up with the excitement levels on that intro sometimes, <laughs> but I'm, I'm doing good, you know? Um, just excited for this one because we, we got a little stock game, baby. I'm, I'm excited to make some money. I was not excited to look back at my results, but I'm excited to, to turn, turn it around. How are you doing, Mr. Metcalf? How's the week going? It is going, but... Like, like you said, <laughs> you got uh, really dark uh, okay, with the no, last so, two episodes. With no, the, oh, it's going. No, so uh, obviously, I, I'm I'm in Minnesota, and we're dealing with you know twenty ish inches of snow in the last two days. So the back's a little sore. A lot of shoveling going on. Um, you know, just just good old fashioned fun Midwestern stuff. Yeah, you know? uh, it, it's joys like these that you never get to experience because you live in a desert so you know i i, I envy you <laughs> yeah i mean the desert out here i think the the worst we get is like oh 50 degrees and a little bit of cold wind but um yeah yeah I, but you I've also lived can't in... step foot outside one in the summer so you know no 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 just go <laughs> only if you're running to the pool but um i i've done the snow madness and i yeah I thought I was going to be one of those guys that love the snow madness, but I was in Prague with heavy snow and vicious right. winds. And I was like, yeah, I'm wearing four jackets. I think I'm good. I don't think I need to be a Midwest guy. The The snow and the cold's not the bad, the the worst part about it. it it's always the wind. When, when yes. Whenever you're outside and you get hit by the wind tunnel or it just a burst that cuts through your soul, that's what's bad about it. The, the actual temperature in the snow, it's more of a nuisance than... Oh, the, the yeah, snow with wind. Snow Yo. with wind is undraftable. <laughs> Complete red flag. Character concerns. I Big can't stand that. Oh, the wind. I'm fine. I'll do snow and cold. That's fine. But with you, get that wind gust. Absolutely worst. not. You got to trade. You know, that's a salary dump if I've ever seen one. That's just <laughs> terrible. All right. Well, now that we've driven everyone away with our witty <laughs> weather humor, um, <laughs> we, we do have the stock game uh, today. So subscribers to uh no ceilings nba.com it's 100 free no excuse not to subscribe we'll have seen that uh cory put up the industry composite uh top 50 um this week and we're not going to run through every position and all of that stuff uh cory and albert just did an episode running through big changes surprises all that stuff instead we're going to be focused on our money and what our returns are looking like and in case you you listeners missed our last version of this. This is the NBA draft stock game. And how we do it is we 
both got $1,000 to work with. And the base price for these guys was $100. And then we took their average industry ranking, their composite industry ranking, and divided that $100 base price by their average ranking. So Victor Wembanyama, his average price um, has been one. So his price is $100. Uh, conversely, uh, Chris Murray, his average price uh, this time is nine or average ranking, excuse me, this time was 19. So his price per share is $5.26. Rucker, do you want to just run? Do you, do you need a refresher on who we kind of both have in our portfolio right now? Or Yeah, let's, let's let the listeners understand who we selected. And for everyone listening, like before me and Metcalf get into the, the grind of trying to figure out who we're selling or if we're selling or whatever, um, we made a rule of like, you know, once one guy selected, the other person couldn't take that same player. And I conferred with Metcalf before this episode. And he said, we're going to keep it that way. We're like Metcalf has a list of guys, unless he sells one, I can't go get him. So I love that. I think that's smart because it's really annoying. Cause I looked at your list and I was like, I thought I had half of those players. So it's pretty, <laughs> I was like, Oh boy. Okay, here we go. So it's going to be a fun one, but yeah, let's give them a, let's give them a reminder just so everyone can see what we're dealing with. Sure. So I'm, I'm just going to run through the names for now. We'll get into prices and all that stuff in a bit. Um, but I currently have Jalen Huchifino, Judd Howard, Noah Clowney, Andre Jackson, Ryan Rupert, Baba Miller, Jalen Wilson, and Kobe Bufkin. Uh, your portfolio consists of Mike Miles, Max Lewis, Bryce Sensava, Jarris Walker, Keontae George, Kobe Jones, Deron Holmes, Ricky Council IV, Imani Bates, and James Najee. Uh, before we started recording, uh, we both we're talking with each other and we confess that we didn't remember picking <laughs> half, half the guys we ended up picking. It was weird because I, I swear, like when you, when I'm looking at the list now, I'm like, okay, yeah, I do remember all of that. But then I was like, Oh, I thought I had like three. Yep. I think it was just because I I was eyeing guys <laughs> that you picked. Like I wanted hood Chafino. You picked them first. I also am laughing because, you know, we recorded this, what, like uh, maybe a month ago. Yeah. It's about a month. And I think I got Mike Miles as one of my first picks. And I think he got hurt literally like the next week. So I was like, oh, yeah, that's why. But Metcalf is is a, you know, a number guy. There's 4,000 numbers on this screen that I'm looking <laughs> at. It's unbelievable. So that's why I had Metcalf read it off because I'm still trying to figure out um, you with the – okay, well, you'll – you know, we'll talk it all out, but Metcalf made some good profits or were, is potentially could make some good profits. I got some work to do. No, so I, I actually think you're in a better spot right now because I mean, I, I'm currently leading with a bigger profit, a total of $546 and 25 cents. Uh, but of that $472 and 41 cents is coming from Jalen Huchifino. Um, The rest are seeing marginal returns, if any, while you have pretty much consistent profit across the board um except for imani Bates, where you're losing out on nine cents so you're basically breaking even there and you have a total profit of 434 dollars and 57 cents i i kind of like yours a little bit more just from a stability standpoint um it feels like with a change of the wind um i could easily be down my entire portfolio uh in a week or two um how are you feeling about yours I feel pretty good. I mean, you know, I, I was just trying to make you feel better about your team because, you know, I, I I made a statement during the last episode for everyone, you know, 
we'll maybe we'll clip this or something. But I was like, Metcalf's got me right. I got Metcalf right where I want him. I was like, I'm about to tear this board apart. And I feel good about that. Um, even Amani Bates down there, I still feel good. Najee, I still feel fine for, you know, of course I bought one chair. I had too much fun with that. <laughs> so I don't know. Um, the problem is, is I didn't want to go too crazy into like prepping. Cause I kind of wanted to have like a natural reaction was looking at this board and gosh, it would have been fun to have some Taylor Hendricks stock in the last that edition. Um, so like for everyone, like we did an update last time, Taylor Hendricks was a uh, 34th ranked on the last episode, you know, stock game. Now he's up to 16th. So yeah, that would have been really fun. But Metcalf's got prices. So for everyone, we'll make a graphic so you don't get too confused. And you can play at home. You can play with us. Give us your results. So I don't know. If you want to start it off, sir, um, go ahead. Because I, I there's a lot. Well, you 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 were kind enough to give me the, the first purchasing. Okay. Prior, okay. Priority purchasing um, the first time around. So I, I think it's only fair that I give you that opportunity this time. So you have a total of three cents in your budget right now to work with. So there isn't anyone on here that you can purchase. Is there anyone in your portfolio that you would like to sell off of? Is there anyone who you think has kind of risen to their peak in terms of price um, where you can then kind of capitalize on that? I'm going to do some stuff because you know how I'm not, I got to entertain the folks. I love you guys. I want you to be excited when you're listening to this podcast. Um, so I'm going to piss some people off to start off. Okay. <laughs> so here we go. Um, yeah, I'm going to sell some stock. I bought 50 shares of Bryce Sensible. Mm-hmm. I bought it at $4 and five cents a share. He was ranked 24th in the last round. He's gone up to 15th feel pretty good about that. He's now at 649 a share. So I'm going to sell 30 shares. Okay. Cuz I I do think we're getting to a point where sensible I don't know if he's climbing higher than that. But I'm going to keep just a little bit, just a little bit of sprinkles um on top of the ice cream. I'm I'm going to keep them there cuz you know Scared money don't make money, so I'm 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 gonna profit a little bit. Let me throw some back in there. Um, so that's my first decision, and I'll let you go next because now I'm gonna I don't want to buy everything. I want to see who I'm gonna sell. Sure, yeah. So that you're, you 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 sold off um, thirty shares and ended up making one hundred ninety four dollars and eighty one cents. Great on that. Um, so you have just under one hundred ninety five dollars in your budget to work with. Okay. Um, yeah. See, this is this is crazy. I mean, unless you want to make a rule where if you sell shares, you got to sell the whole thing. No, because there, there there are a couple guys where it's just like hmm, I'm not sure I want to completely okay. divest of yeah, that. Yeah. But but um, hey, you any profit coming in is smart. You know, exactly. that's how you keep making money. Exactly. So, and then you double down. <laughs> <laughs> Put it all on black. <laughs> um. Okay, so this board's crazy. I love when Corey does this. Shout out Corey. When he does these updates, I think they're so underrated. I think people need to go crazy for them because it's such a good tool when you're talking about whoa. It, it, it what? Um, just City Sissoko at 30 for the last round. We'll oh. do okay. So round one was the last round. This is round two. 
Correct. And City going from 30 to 41 is just a very sizable drop. There, there were some pretty shocking movements in this um and people should go over to noceilingsmba.com and check those out because Corey does include the previous rankings um in there there, there is some wild movement um okay so i'm i'm going to sell off 30 shares of Jalen Wilson um wow you're selling all okay you know where where so, is he at now Gosh. so i'm selling all of all of Jalen wilson so he is at his composite ranking was 37.9 for a price of two dollars and 64 cents um that ended up making me a total profit of two dollars and 43 cents um round one he was composite ranking of 39.1 the fact that he hasn't moved a ton is a little concerning for me um i still really like him i would still take him in that 25 to 30 range of the first round but given his age given the outside shooting struggles giving the you know not overwhelming shooting numbers i don't see the industry really moving him up significantly from that kind of early second to late first range um the fact that i can get any profit on this i think i'm just going to jump at it and um sell all of my shares of him for a total of 79 dollars and 16 cents i'm a little are, are you shocked he hasn't got I just keep watching him. I like him. I keep believing in you. Like the same thing me and you have talked about. I feel like some team's going to get him with really good value and they're going to get a guy that's going to not need to carry the load. He's going to be a jack of all trades, you know, of just like, what What do you need? I just, I don't know. I just feel like that's a great rotation. Jalen Wilson's going to be a guy that goes like 28th that we're just like, gosh, this, this is going to be a good pick at that value. Yeah. I don't know. I just, I like his game a lot. Yeah, and I, I think he's going to be a really good role player. I kind of think everyone in that Kansas starting five is going to play in the NBA. Um, that's a good not, That's a good take. Not necessarily be stars or starters or anything, but I think that entire starting five is going to at least have a cup of coffee in the NBA. Yeah. I, I th- There's so many guys on that team that I, re- I really enjoy their games. There's a lot of names on this list that I'm struggling with the movement um wow why did we not believe in tjd last time we would have been literally buying a basketball (laughs) team right now um okay who else do i want to do i see i got some good fun names to have um um I'm gonna sell. I'm gonna sell 100 shares of Mike Miles. Oof. Yeah. Okay. So you 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 have 50 remaining. Um, you got him for a dollar because he was a penny stock and not ranked before. Um, he currently still isn't ranked. So bought him for a hundred, sold him for a hundred dollars. Um, wait, I bought him for a hundred. Oh yeah, there you go. No wait, so I bought 150 shares originally, right? Right. Sorry. So now yeah. I just have. Yeah. There you go. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So, okay. so yeah. No. No. No gain or loss on him right now. Why do you think that he still has yet to really pop in any meaningful way? And the, the, this is a good TCU team, and 
they're a real threat in the Big 12. He needs a little bit of a tourney run, um, I think, to get that mojo going again and, and with when it comes to scouts. See, Mike Miles is going to be the guy that I think might not get that mainstream push, but there might just be a lot of front offices and scouts that are like, hey, I really like Mike Miles. We really like this kid. And like, if he's on the board at some point, late first, mid second, you might just be like, hey, Mike Miles is a dog. We love him. Let's get him. That's one of those guys I have my eye on as kind of like that late riser because he's a junior. He's young for a junior. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not saying he would have a Jalen Williams type of rise because I don't think that's going to happen at all. But I could see Mike Miles all of a sudden going 28th and everyone's not ready for it and it wouldn't shock me. But I just like the way he plays the game. I think he's tough. Um, who did they just play? Baylor? He had a, he had a uh, tough... Yeah. He was struggling a little bit with Baylor. He kept, he was trying to carry them and bring them back in it and then like just kept trying to force like get to the free throw line. And he was just going and trying to create contact on, on every drive. And I was like, okay, Mike, come on, chill out a little bit. I like his game a lot. I, I think I, one point of the draft, he'll be an absolute steal. It might be in the second round. It might be late first. I don't know. Okay. Um, well, with my next move, I'm going to spend a little bit of money and a guy that I'm writing about for tomorrow. And you just hinted at, um, I, sh- should have bought him in round one, uh, missed out on him, but he's currently now the composite uh, 30 or ranked 39, 9.7 um, for $2.52 a share. I'm going with the Indiana Center, Trace Jackson Davis. Um, I'm going to purchase 20 shares um, for a total of $50.38, and that will leave, leave me with just over $29 remaining. It's a really good one. I, I, I'm still looking. Yeah, you know what? Screw it. Um, I'm getting married this weekend, so I, I'm going to let some steam out right now. <laughs> Here we go. Humble brag. I'm looking at this list. TJD at 39. Wasn't ranked the last time. 39.7. We're, you know, whatever. So we'll say 40 if we want to round up. Khalil Ware is still at 28.6. What are we doing? I don't know. What are we doing? Uh, the no ceilings. I, I root for everyone, but at some point, we're chasing. Like the high school tape wasn't even that unbelievable. Where we're just chasing this unicorn of ideas. We're chasing the idea, and I can't stand it. That's what I always say to you, Metcalf. I'm always like the idea, trying to draft on an idea of what someone can turn on. We haven't even seen that on a consistent level this year, like, or any level. It's not even chasing potential or drafting on potential. It's drafting on the idea of potential, which is just scary. So, um, and lively, I I've loved what I've seen from lively, but he's even up higher at twenty seven point nine. So, I think getting TJD down there. What the heck does the guy need to do to get into the first round? He has been so awesome, and tease me a little bit. I wanted to ask you. You're writing your piece tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Did you go? Did you come out of it or from watching film? Have you been impressed? Have you been like, okay, there's stuff here? Yes, yeah, so I'm specifically writing about his passing mm-hmm. um, for Friday. 
and he his, his passing's insane. Just the the variety of passes, uh, his ability to create for others in all three levels of the floor, uh, incredible floor awareness. Um, from a scoring perspective, I love the explosiveness. I love the footwork. Um, obviously, it's the shot, and he's undersized for a center. I think he's only like six nine, maybe six ten. Um, and he doesn't shoot. He's taken like five jumpers all year. Maybe he's in double di- digits at this point, but he just doesn't shoot. And he never has throughout college. And that's, if you're going to be that size, the obstacles for you to overcome to be a really good NBA center are drastic if you're never going to shoot. Now, I think he has a lot of tools that are going to make those obstacles a little less because of how much he's improved in literally every other area of his game. Um, the defense is a little hit or miss for me. I think like in isolation, defending on ball, I think he's solid. Uh, the rim protection from like a weak side rim protector standpoint, because he's so explosive is solid. I think he gets lost defending in DHOs and pick and rolls um, a little more than I would like. That's a little inconsistent, but maybe an NBA team uses him a little more aggressively in the switch scheme. So I, I don't know. I'm a little hesitant on the defense, but I think the offense has gotten to a point, even without the shooting, where he's just so productive and raises the games of everyone else on the floor with him. That's like, I I don't know how you can keep kind of denying how good he's been. Obviously, there's a ceiling to that if the shot never comes around, if the you know set defense never comes around, but you're still getting this offensive hub as a backup center, they can do a lot of stuff for you. Love to hear it. I just love to hear it. I, I'm a big believer. I, I'm still I'm still dancing with the devil when it comes to why am I not putting TJD in the first round? Because I just think that Do you not have him there? Um I I might have had him like 32. I don't up my I don't update my big board like every Fair. day. Um, I just, I rather would sit down and look and be like, I've watched 10 guys. Let me go reevaluate. Um, I had him at 32. He's, he's gonna, I ha- I'm going to have buff. I had Sasser, TJD, Buffkin, 31, 32, 33. They will all be going up. Um, those three are going up. Strother's going back up. Um, another day is here and you're ready for it what to wear check breakfast lunch and dinner check planning for what's next and how to save for it that's where bank of america can help for your financial to-dos bank of america has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals get started at one of our local financial centers or 24 7 in our mobile banking app Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Else. 
my next guy that I'm going to buy on this list is going is going up. Um, so I'm going to tell you right now. Let's let's get into it. Here we go. Metcalf's going to be really proud. I'm going <laughs> to rip his heart out. Um, oh gosh, I lost the game. Okay, here. Um, okay, so talk to me. How much money do I have? You have two hundred ninety-four dollars and eighty-four cents. Beautiful, great. Um, Mr. Metcalf, I'm going to want. 30 shares of a Dembona. Oh, you mother. Because <laughs> I am in love. God, I just watched his defensive film the other day. Holy he's, shit. He's Excuse absurd. my language, folks. He's oh, my gosh. This is wild. I'm, I'm telling you right now. I had him at 41 on my last big board. I just did a deep, deep dive on his defense. We need to have a talk about a Dembona. He, yeah. I don't know if he should go back. Someone's gonna love I'm him. I'm at 26. I, he, sorry, how, gonna, how many shares? Um, I want 30 shares at right. 196. Okay. Yeah, 196. Yeah, no, sorry. Let, let, yeah, no. Let's talk about Bono because I'm. I I meant to surprise. I wanted to wait to talk to you about this I'm on the air. Pissed at you. Um. Oh my. I mean. Woo! I was like, I was. Literally editing our mock draft for YouTube. If you haven't, go check that out. I've literally never been more frustrated working on something <laughs> because every avalanche that could have been thrown at me was thrown at me during that. And I, I'm very proud of how it turned out. So what I wanted to get to is like, I'm editing that. It's like 2 a.m. I'm just like frustrated because I just keep shooting myself in the foot with this stupid thing. Like it, it's just been a while since I did one. And I was like, I'm making every mistake I don't make. And, uh, I'm like about to pass out. And then I get to adding bonus clips. And I was like, just like almost like electrocuted. I was like, this is awesome. This has been worth everything. I mean, wow. Some team I would, I would jump all over that. If I needed a big, I would jump all over. And I don't even know if it's drafting for need. I mean, I would just, no, I was a playoff team in the twenties. My gosh. He, I mean, he is, I thought he was just nasty offensively. And then I saw him move his feet and come across for some rejections. And it was like a guy that just knew what he was three steps ahead. He knew exactly what was going to happen. So I love him. I, I think there's a lot of really fun tools that are, I think developing faster than I thought. I thought he was going to be a sophomore breakout. Let's see some stuff that is really, really special. I, I think he, I legitimately think he has all NBA defense potential um and you know it's not it, crazy yeah like, and people are gonna it, be like what and it's like no that's there i, I think he's the most versatile big center or big defender um in the country right now outside of victor you've said this to me like you think he might be one of the best one of the best defensive bigs in the class not yeah. named victor and i'm i'm Sorry if that seems insane. I mean, my lack of sleep schedule, but I'm talking true centers yes. in this class. He might be the most exciting one after Victor to me. I think I get the most excited about Bona and like, that's where I'm at with him right now. And and we'll talk about this after the stock show, but I mean, I'm just saying like me and you've hinted about, I'm going to write about like the big class because it's, it sucks. Like it's, it's just, there's guys that I'm, I'm in any other draft class. 
if you got them in the second round, you'd be like, Whoa, that's a fun one to work with. But right, yeah. we're going to try to consider these guys top 20 picks. Like, and it's like, and I, I sucks is the wrong word, but I'm just trying to say like, it, it's, it, it's been disappointing. You're in the it's, desert and you've been walking in the hundred degree weather and you need to drink glass of water. Like that's how I feel about the bigs. Like, I'm just like, gosh, water. I need <laughs> someone to submit. And Bona's the guy now that I'm like, that's fun because mm-hmm. there is legit, like he's huge. He's big. Like he's strong as shit. He looks like the Hulk out there playing really good defense. It's really fun to watch. And he, he plays with passion. He plays with his hair on fire. So I'm sorry. I'm getting off track, but I just think he's Kobe Bufkin's making some noise right now. I think Bona's might be the next guy that could potentially get up there. And it's not even with the, stats i think you just march madness they go on a little tourney run he has two good games we know how this works so yeah and i know if listeners want a more in-depth film breakdown of adam bono's defense no ceilings nba.com 100 free go check it out um okay so with my next one i'm going to i'm just gonna sell off all 50 shares um at cost of andre jackson um i hear you i understand it's, it's tough it, it, it was uh kind of just a home run swing and it was like all right if he's going to start making any waves like meaningful waves in draft circles at large it kind of felt like this last month was the time for him to really start heating up maybe he gets a hot tournament um but i just it doesn't seem like people are buying in so i'm going to sell all 50 i bought it for a dollar selling it for a dollar so just breaking even on that yeah i i don't i don't blame you there um gosh this is getting tough because i got like ugh. i don't know metcalf i don't know i i, I just don't oh gosh this is getting ugly this is getting ugly I'm going to sell my Duran Holmes five shares and I'm going to, oh gosh. You go sell all five, big spender. And I'm going to sell the Ricky Council shares. I know I might piss some people off. I just don't, I I don't, give me the 15 shares. I I just want it back. Okay. I just want to use that somebody else. How are you feeling about those two guys? Not great. Um, my I Ricky Council is going to give me the biggest headache ever because I still like him. I just he's going to be like he's on my list of I need to just watch as much film on him as I can because I'm trying to put a number with him right now because there's going to be some people out there that are arguing like he's a first round guy and I respect that because there's a team that could look at him and be like, we see the skills he could bring. And if you're convinced that outside shot could come along, sure. But there's also going to be some people that have him low. And I'm like, I get it, you know, but I don't know. What about you? I just don't know how he fits into an NBA offense at this point. Um, I, I really like what he does. I think he's incredibly fun. Um, but him being so mid-range dependent and transition dependent, 
you know, the, that's fine if you're a star. Um, I don't think he's ever going to be a star, and that's not an indictment on him. That's just, you know, very few players ever get to that level. And I don't know. I, I, I don't trust the outside shot. The fact that his mechanics on the outside jumper look significantly different than his mid-range uh, concerns me. I don't think he has a whole lot of creator upside. Um, and then the defense kind of comes and goes when it's on, it looks really good. I really like it, but it's not always on. So it wouldn't surprise me if he ends up breaking in and, you know, becoming a solid, you know, top eight or nine player in a rotation. Um, I, I think he should be drafted. I'm just not, if I missed on him, I probably wouldn't lose any sleep over it. Yeah, I mean, he was on, he was 52.9. His ranking was last edition on, on uh, round one for $1.89. He went up to 41.6 for 240 a share. I just feel like I don't know if Ricky Council's all of a sudden going to, we're going to look up and be like, oh, he's 20, he's ranked 28th now. You know, I'm just kind of like, okay, that's fine. And then Holmes. I just think you know what Holmes is. And I think he's kind of that old school big um, that I'm like, I like him, but I'm starting to get intrigued with some other guys upside a little bit more. But someone I think is going to believe in him and take him early, mid-second. Um, yeah, I don't know. Like, I just watched Bona and Holmes, and I'm like, oh, gosh. <laughs> you know, they yeah. these two look much different. Um and Holmes is good offensively. I just, those are the college guys we talked about on the last episode where it's like, is he good in college? And then he gets to the pros and it's another experience or what? So I don't know. Um, okay. Okay. Um, are you going to allow me to do a sell and buy here or do you want me to split those up? No, we can do that. I like okay. that. That's good. You know, one, one, you know, one move. Go for okay. it. Um, so. I am going to unless it's someone I like, and then I'm going to say no, you can't do that. (laughs) Okay, so I'm going to sell forty of my fifty shares of Noah Clowney. um, Wow, for one hundred and forty-two dollars and eighty-six cents. Even without selling all of my shares, I'm still making a profit of twenty-eight dollars. I really like Noah Clowney. Um, I think he's really intriguing, but. I'm not sure how much higher he gets than his current consensus ranking of 28. Um, it wouldn't surprise me if he got up around 20-ish, but it would also wouldn't surprise me if he kind of fell back down towards 35-ish. So I, it kind of feels like this is a safe peak um, to sell at and bring in some more funds. And that leaves me with $222 in the bank. And with that, I'm going to buy 20 shares of a guy who has fallen from in round one. He was his consensus rank was 4.6. He has now fallen five spots to 9.6. Um, his share price has been cut in half. I'm going to go with Nick Smith, uh, 20 shares at $10.42. Oh, son of a gun. That was. You just sent me the copy. I don't have the live updated one, right? Uh, correct. 
Okay, good. I was just making sure I wasn't an idiot because, you know, sometimes I don't like to be an idiot. So that one's a really good value. Um, oh, yeah, I like that. Okay. Nick what, what, is... What was the hesitation there? I thought he was going to be lower. Um, Nick, Nick is... He just had a huge 20-plus point game. Yeah. He's about three more of those away from making another run up the board, I think being back up to five. Yeah. So I think that's a good bet, but do we have any concerns or do you have any concerns with him? Yeah. Um, like my pre, <laughs> my preseason confusion on Nick Smith was very strong for everyone that wasn't, listening in the preseason. How dare you? Um, but I was just talking about like, Hey, like that's the guy I'm struggling with. I continue to struggle with Nick Smith. What am I missing? Why am I struggling with them? Then I watched the, the Nike hoop summit from last year. And Nick Smith made a couple of plays and I was like, there it is. I got it. And now with this season, that chill is back on my spine. And it's like, Oh gosh, is my initial evaluation and thoughts correct? Or is it just been a year of chaos, which it has been for him. He's been hurt. He's been trying to get in the groove every time he's trying to come back, then he gets hurt. I don't know, but that last game, he looks good. It's just, I hate doing this. I think Corey was right in the beginning of the year when he said he's more of a two and I've been watching him lately and I'm like, Son of a gun. Corey might be right. And I hate to give everyone their flowers, but he does look like, I don't know if he's just a floor general or if he is going to be more of that combo guard that you're playing with another combo. I don't know. I just have some so, questions and those guys, I have to watch the whole year. Like I can't just sit and be like, I got it. I have to sit down towards the end of March madness and literally have a day of, Hey, it's Nick Smith junior day. We're watching every film we can get our hands on until I feel good about it. And right now that's just one of those guys. What about you? Yeah. And I, I still lean towards him being a point who can play off ball. Um, and I don't think we're going to really see him running much point at Arkansas for the rest of the year. Right. Because Anthony black is best as that point guard. And they've been running their offense with him as their point guard all year with two weeks until conference tournament, which is still fucking wild um, that we're already here. With two oh, weeks so left of the regular season, I don't see Arkansas just upending their entire offense just to kind of cater to him. And instead, I think they just kind of put him in as that off-ball scorer, second-side creator, uh, and actual point guard when Anthony Black isn't on the floor. So, I don't know. I, I think he's going to be one of these guys that showcases that he can play without the ball for the rest of the year. And then I, I really think that once he gets into – off-season workouts and works out for teams, I think he's going to impress a lot of people. I agree. I, I, there's so many guys on this list and this draft that it is going to be hilarious when they get in front of executives. Mm -hmm. Like that stock's going to, it's going to be literally pouring gasoline on a little bit of a flame. It's like Gigi Jackson 
I could see his stock just going nuclear after pro workouts. I could also see it going the other way. Like it, <laughs> it's just ways it could interviews and the calm mind and all that stuff are so important. You mm-hmm. cannot understate how important they are. Um, gosh, I'm really struggling with this next pick because I'm, I'm gonna be honest. I was really proud after round one that I got Max Lewis. And before I even looked at the prices, I was like, oh boy, Max Lewis is going to fall a bunch, huh? And to see that I have a really good potential profit on him, pretty pumped on that. Yeah, so I, you you have $271.84 um, remaining in your budget. You can just hold firm where you are. Um, boy, Metcalf. there's just ugly decisions all over the place. Well, Um, feel free to make some bad ones. Um, how much money do I have? $271. Give me 30 shares of Marcus Sasser. who is starting to look like Marcus Sasser again. And it is a beautiful experience for everyone to watch. I'm still, I'm, I'm back Metcalf. I'm believing if you've seen Ted Lasso. Oh gosh, I have to get off topic real quick. I literally am in season two of Ted Lasso after everyone in the world has told me you need to watch Ted Lasso Rucker. You would love this show. You should watch Ted Lasso. If anyone loves the show Rucker, you would love Ted Lasso. Yeah, I started watching it. I love it. It's awesome. So what I'm getting at is I believe in Marcus Sasser. I'm going to keep hitting that board every day. Believe, believe. Yeah, and he he looks – yeah, and he's – the way he's playing hasn't changed at all this season, but the shot's finally going in. He's got and, legs. I, the, the defense is what it is, which is really good. Uh, good passer, plays on and off ball. Um some of his space creation stuff has been really impressive recently and the shots going in when the shot goes in, you always look better and he's starting to kind of pick up steam. So I, I really like him. He's been in that 20 to 25 range uh, basically all season for me. And I don't really see that changing at this point. So really good player. Um, I have $13 left and I, I think I might just hold firm. Um that's probably pretty smart. Um, what do I got left? Actually, there. Son of a gun. I, I'm just going to take a couple flyers on some guys. Um, how, how many are you going to allow me to? Uh, you know, can, can I? Can, I'll just keep it to two. Oh, you're going to do pennies? Yeah. Yeah, you can do as many as you want. Come on. All right. All right, I'm just gonna keep it to uh, scared money don't make money. Come on, you gotta sometimes you gotta roll the dice in life, you never know. Sometimes it's gonna turn up seven. All right, so I'm going to that's on the first roll, folks. First roll, you make money if you rolled seven, seven out. Okay, um, more craps tips. So I'm just gonna going to go with five or five shares a piece uh five for isaiah wong and five for keontae johnson no for a dollar a piece (laughs) i was literally gonna throw such a big i'm shocked he's not on the list why what is he i mean metcalf i watched that baylor kansas state game 
super senior or not, Keontae hit some big boy shots all over the court. He's also just a tank. Yeah, um, I get like a lot of kind of Jay Sean Tate vibes from him. Um, don't really trust the outside shot, but the defense is good. The interior finishing is really good. The slashing, the the rebounding, the physicality, um, the ability to finish through contact, to score in the mid-range. Um, I think there's a lot there. And then I, I, I think Isaiah Wong, I've always been a skeptic of his, but he's been really impressive this season and the, the scoring and the shooting is taking a legitimate jump. Um, and I think he's going to kind of start turning some heads come tournament time. Um, remind me one more time. How much do I have left? A hundred and seventy seventy-nine $79. Even after my last one. Oh, okay. I thought I was going to yep. have, um, I'm going to do one last investment. $171. Huh? Um, I'm going to go thirty shares of my my guy, Julian Strother. Okay. Because the fact that he's been playing this good lately and he dropped from thirty six to forty five is absurd. I don't care. Wow, that's shocking. Now for everyone listening. I think Corey added a couple big boards in this because Sports Illustrated let out one of our friends of the program. Those jerks. I'm kidding, guys. I'm kidding. But um, we also added Tankathon, Draft Digest. So we're adding more people. Shout out to those guys. You do good jobs. But um, Strother, I mean, what else? <laughs> Another guy. This is just going to be an absolute steal. Strother's been awesome lately. Um Oh, actually, I lied. I'm going to do one more penny stock, if it's okay with you. You see, here, here you are just making my life difficult. And How many how many shares I got left? Uh, one second, just updating numbers. No, I can't um, wait. I can't wait. <laughs> you have $113 left. Um, I'm going to do a penny stock. How dare he not be on this list? I'm going to do... 20, uh, 10 shares, no, 20 shares. Screw it. Scared money, don't make money. Uh, Brandon Pajemski. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That one felt good. Was it good for you? It was good for me. <laughs> <laughs> um, I just Talk to me a little bit love. about Brandon because we I just mentioned I like him watching much. a Metcalf, and I also think we get to a point of the year where, like, you cannot ignore production like that. 6'5". I love the gritty guys that go rebound. I also love guys that barely played last year transfer. And then they say, you're going to learn about me. You know, remember me, <laughs> you know, um, it's just, he, you want to, everyone's going to want to say like, okay, this doesn't make sense or this shouldn't work. And then you watch enough of him. And I just feel like you can't fake numbers like that for too long. Like that is absurd on the year in 28 games, 35 minutes a game. He's averaging 19.5 points, 8.4 rebounds, 3.3 assists, 1.8 steals. Shooting splits of 47.7, 44 0, 78.9. 6'5", little lefty with some good feel for the game. Um, I don't know. I Maybe the shot could heat, 
could speed up a little bit, but I think that'll come with time and repetition. But I like what I've seen from him. That's a top 50 guy, potentially. Um, he keeps this up, and I don't know. It's tough, which just isn't fair, but it's tough with those little guys, like the, I'm saying the smaller programs that don't have that. Scouts are always wanting to aggressively go out and see those games compared to, you know, the Kentuckys and the Alabamas. And you got to really be making some noise. And I think he's starting to get to that point where he's really making some noise. And Jalen Williams just went on a crazy heater to rise up some boards. And I don't know. We're going to have to keep waiting to see with Brandon, but maybe another year is how that could happen. It's going to be interesting with next year's class if that's going to weigh into some of these guys potentially being like, hey, if I wait one more year, I might look like the bell of the ball compared to the incoming freshman class. So I don't know. I'm rambling tonight. <laughs> no, it's like I'm getting good. married this weekend or something. Like I'm, you know, wanting to not stop talking basketball. Yeah, you, you, you're just letting off some 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 steam. It's all good. Um, it's more excitement to be talking basketball. Like, <laughs> My fiance, absolutely love her. I feel like there's going to be a point of the night where I'm going to be like, will someone talk to me about Derek Lively's shot blocking? Like, that's all <laughs> I needed. To go get a text from you. Rucker, you're supposed to be at the fucking altar. <laughs> it's like, no, I know, but like, I know, yeah, but... what's his timing like? That <laughs> <laughs> <might> actually happened. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, so I, I'm, I'm good where I'm at. Are you all set or did you want to make I'm any good. last second moves? Okay. No, so, I'm good. So what do I have left? Like 90 bucks? Yeah, you got $93.30. Um, so we'll, we'll, we'll revisit this next time. Um, Rucker, this is last time we got you for a week. So any burning thoughts, anything you're, you're dying to talk about? Yeah, I mean, for everyone listening – Cats out of the bag. Um, I've been raising a puppy. I've been planning a wedding. I've been working like three jobs. So I've, I've been having a heck of a couple of months stretch. But the good news is I got a week of a honeymoon. I planned it so I come right back before our, our selection Sunday. We call that chess, not checkers. Strong play. Um, See, the real pros just do it in the off season, but you know. No, well, are you kidding me? How am I supposed to sell that? You know, I can't sell that to my my lady of being like, hey, can you wait four months? No, let's let's <laughs> go get this out. I also Fair. need the reset button more than anything in the world. But I'm gonna come back and I'm gonna be relaxed and ready to rock. But yeah, there's a lot of stuff I want to talk about because unfortunately, I'm gonna be on a plane and probably can't switch off from the draft. So. I don't know what to think about Gigi. I feel like I'm cooling, and I don't know if it's just because it's the time of the year where I'm looking for somebody else, but um, I don't know, Metcalf. I think that one's like, am I going to be overthinking it, or am I just with the upside staying firm? I think I'm staying firm with the upside, but I'm intrigued to see what teams say about the intel. Yeah, I'm... I, I still have him at 16 and I don't love it either way. Like part of me wants to push him lower into the twenties. Part of me wants to have him closer to 10 because there is so much potential there, but I think there are some really concerning trends with how he plays 
where it's like, okay, is this just a young kid who's on a bad team and it's just not going great for anyone over there? Or is this just kind of who he is, where his feel isn't that great, his shot selection isn't that great, when things aren't going his way, you can see him visibly get frustrated and take himself out of the game for long stretches. It's really hard because I I expect him to wow NBA front offices and workouts. I think when they see his size, his ball handling, and his ability to knock down mid-range and pull-up jumpers constantly in an empty gym – I think they're going to be enthralled with it and for good reason, because I do think there's some legitimate, scary scoring upside with him. The defensive feel is concerning the off ball movement. The fact that so many of his shots are unassisted and mid range pull-ups and a lot of his offense looks the same is really concerning. And for someone who is as big and athletic as he is, he should be shooting more than 14.5% of his shots within 17 feet on the court. He should be getting to the rim way more than he does, and it concerns me that he settles so much for pull-up jumpers. I I feel like I brought up to you, maybe it was in the last episode, and I feel like I told you, I was like, I feel like that – Hendricks is making a storm where we're going to get to a conversation where it's like, could he get to that GG conversation? I still don't know if it's that insane just because I'm seeing Hendricks do stuff on the defensive side of the ball, but how smooth yeah. GG works or moves offensively. I'm like, I have to remind myself how old he is, how young he is. If you want to put it that way, I don't know. There's a really ugly range that I'm, realizing is going to give me a headache and i'm saying i like a lot of these guys but i can put them like in like for myself i had my last board i had gg hood shafino grady dick taylor Hendricks. that was my 13 through 16 right now i still think gg would stay put there but you can have that conversation with me but like I think Hood Shafino could go up. I think Grady Dick should be up there. I think Hendricks should be up there. Like I just really like all those guys. But it's one of those things where it's like it's just gonna be an ugly conversation moving forward. Cause he I love Jordan Hawkins at 17 and I just keep watching him and I'm like, are we not giving this kid enough praise? Cause he's I love him. Yeah. I absolutely love him. So I don't know. I'm really excited about this class. I, I feel like a couple months ago, I was like, oh boy. And now I'm getting to a point where I'm like, no way. I like this. This is going to be challenging. This is going to be fun. Um, I'm in an ugly spot where I think I got my top five. And I don't know if I'm going to change it. Ooh. Do, yeah, do, do you care to? Oh, yeah. Can I guess? Yeah. All right. Um, and the problem is, is who's six and seven? I love them. And people are going to yell at me, and I love them, but they're six and seven. Okay. Uh, one is Victor, two is Scoot. Mm-hmm. Um, three is Asar. No. Jairus? No. Miller? Yep. Okay. Four is four and five, Jairus and Asar? No. Ooh, okay. Four is Jairus. Okay. I've got five. Keontae at five. Okay. So do I. And I'm looking at it, Metcalf. I, I just watched Keontae, and every time he has an off night, I'm still impressed. 
And when he's cooking, oof. yeah. And that playmaking, woo, like there, there's just some stuff where it's just a guy when he's, when a guy's clicking, when his best looks better than most people's best, that says something to me. Now I have the Thompson twin six and seven. I have a SAR six, a men seven. I love them. I really like both of them. It's nothing against them. I just, I feel really good right now about that five. Yeah. Um, and then a SAR, I'd like the versatility. A man, I still think is, I could get to a point where I watched everyone's film at the end of the year and I'm going to be like, what the heck was I thinking, Rucker? Like a men's a top five guy. And I still think he could go top five, but. I don't make my big board off of where I think they're going to go. Right. I make my big board off of, I think Victor's got star power. I think Scoot's got star power. I think Brandon Miller's got star power. I think Jairus Walker's got gadget superstar power where he's just going to be this, I can make this team way better. And then I think Keontae's flirting with that potential, if you want to say all-star conversation. I don't know. So I'm, I'm rambling now. Where, where are you at with Keontae's? defense because it feels like it's kind of fallen off these last yeah. couple of weeks and I, maybe this is just me but it feels like he bails on like the last 85 percent or the last like 15 percent of a play like where he'll initially move his feet really well but then if he if the guy presses him long enough um or like more than like three or four dribbles he kind of comes up out of his stance and it's easy for the guy to kind of turn the corner on him yeah and i don't know if it's like the I feel like Duke did this a lot. Like where if you get guys where it's almost like they feel like their assignment is like to contend and then send into like help defending bigs or something at some point where I like, I hate that. It's like Olay defense. Yeah. I, I feel like Baylor's never played that way with their guards. No, I feel like they've been like work your butt off, be like a, you know, be a grinder, be gritty right. and like, battle to the death you know basically because right, like they've never had that big time rim protector like you you mentioned duke and they did that with mark williams all the time because they yes. had mark williams back there where they would more aggressively run guys off the three-point line and just kind of funnel funnel them towards mark and they'd be like yeah no please go challenge him um baylor doesn't have that guy back there and it i, I think it's it feels more like i i don't know if it's a fatigue thing where he's still just this young player kind of learning how to allocate his energy because the off in that time where the defense has kind of fallen off, the offense does feel like it's picked up. So I don't know if it's just that or, or what. Well, it's, if we're talking about that, it's like as much as I love Keontae, that's where you could talk to me about the Thompson twins back, but the Thompson twins have that too. Like they, yeah. they will have the coast mode and then, I think it's also like the OTE league It's now I'm still seeing some games where I'm like, you guys are blowing people out by 30 You're as like, uh, this is tough to watch when it's like, it looked like <laughs> OTE games sometimes look like what I want the all-star game to look like <laughs> at, at minimum. Um, but Keontae, yeah, like he has, I think he's started to get that offensive mindset switched. And I think Baylor does a good job that coaching staff of like when he gets too heavy on that and that he won't defend, they will, they are not afraid to be like, all right, bench. Mm -hmm. And cause you see coaches in his ear. I saw it in person when um, I think they were playing UCLA. Um, he took a co couple quick shots and they pulled him right yeah. away. And then it was like immediately coach got in his ear, assistant coach on the bench trying to talk to him. 
and it's good. Like that's that's good stuff because they have the flexibility to be like, we have two veteran guards that will go defend their ass off. If you're not going to deep play defense, we will play them. And then sooner or later, Keontae's like, do you want me to go score 10 points in a couple minutes or what? <laughs> so I don't know. I, I'm there with you. I hate when it's the commit for 85% and then just kind of stand up. Right, because it, it's really good for that first 85%. It's like he's low in the stance. He's moving his feet. He's, you know, using the strength. It's like, okay, there we go. And that's like, oh, God, you didn't finish the play. And seeing it in person, he looks like he wants to be a good defender. Like it, there's right. desire to do it. And he moved better than I thought, but I also, I'm excited to go back and watch his defense throughout the year because I think I'm trying to figure out if it's system where it's like, they're doing a good job of designing ways to like make Keontae's defense look better than, I don't know. I feel like I had a good conversation with Corey about this and I was like, Oh, that's interesting. But um, I just like him. I, I think he's six, four, I was shocked at how, and he was listed like 198, and I was shocked how stocky he was. Mm -hmm. He's ripped in person, and it looks like it's just mass that like is going to get defined and be like even more like of a problem. It almost, now I'm not saying like baby fat, but it looks like it's just like bulk that like if he tones up, it's like oh gosh, you could be really a disaster to have to guard. So. I don't know who else. What else do you got questions about? Hit me with some stuff. Um, still confused by Derek Whitehead. I want to believe. I keep getting flashes. Um, Defense I just think it's, better. I just think it's going to be one of those things where this is the year from hell for him, and or it's who he is. Um, I don't think there's much of a middle ground there. It'll be fascinating. Um, yeah, and that. that that's kind of it. I, I I know you kind of hinted at that you're still not enthralled with Derek Lively. Um, I've moved him back into the first round. Recently. Oh no, I am Metcalf. Oh okay, I, I am. That. I am. I'm sorry. No, no, no. I what I meant by that is, um, having him up that far ahead of TJD, like it was like mm. 26 and 39. I was sure. just like, um, I where did I have Lively? My last big board, I had him at 39. I he's going up. I that he's really good case study. Anyone that wants to really give yourself a challenge with lively, um, the defense is legit. It's like the shot blocking, good. I will put, and the defense has taken strides, but the, I think the shot blocking is very good. It's not a Nambona good, but no, no one is. <laughs> <laughs> But I mean, that's all. I don't know. I, I'm. We're also getting I, to a point where I'm like, I like Julian Phillips still. I'm, Kobe yeah. Bufkin's a first rounder. Preach. But I don't know. That's all I got. All right. Well, same. So, Rucker, this was a blast. Uh, congratulations on the wedding. Yeah, um, relax it. a little bit on your on your honeymoon. Um, leave the laptop at home. You, no, you, don't, you don't need to be do grinding tape on your honeymoon. I don't know if I could do uh, it. We, we, we will miss you for the next two weeks, but well-deserved. Uh, congratulations to you and the missus. Um, plug away if you have anything to, or it's going to be, this is going to be really tough. I feel like I'm leaving the, the fan favorites. I'm sorry, Metcalf to leave you for, for a while. Um, 
Sorry, listeners, you're stuck with just me. No, I mean, if you need me to <laughs> light the beacon, I'll try to make a call. For, no, no, I can't take my laptop. No. I, I'm going to try not to take my laptop. Doesn't mean I won't do some writing on a pad and paper, but I'm going to try not to. But yeah, um, my promise to everyone is the moment I get back from this, uh, the the draft content on my personal Twitter account will be coming way more often now. I've been dealing with a lot. So um, I'm at Tyler underscore Rucker on Twitter. Um, Find me at noceilingsnba.com. We're really pumped for, I cannot believe it's about to be March. Like this is fantastic. That's all I got, Metcalf. Go ahead. Well, once again, I am Tyler Metcalf. You can follow me on Twitter at TMetcalf11. You can find all of our written work that's 100% free at noceilingsnba.com. A lot of good stuff. We've written about everyone in the top 60 and then some. So if you're looking for a piece on someone, go there. You'll find it. You can follow us across all socials at No Ceilings NBA and on YouTube at No Ceilings TV. If you enjoyed this episode, please make sure to subscribe, leave a review, and if I start rating. Till next time, see you.